0: Hello, it's Andrea. And I just wrapped up a call with my Break the Cycle group cohort. And one of the last things that we talked about was really starting to open the door for new possibilities, that that is one of the first steps that anyone can really take into something different something beyond the past. And opening the door is really just as simple as declaring and claiming and owning and stating what you are no longer available for or what you are available for. And that got me thinking about how In the stage of life that I'm at, where I'm turning 30 next month, and I am in Hawaii, and have restarted my life in many ways, and have shed so much in just the past couple of months, I've done more than what feels like a spring-summer cleaning. I've done a complete overhaul of my life to the point where I really only have three suitcases, two suitcases, one duffel bag worth of belongings, physical belongings and material possessions and how I am at a point where I, moving forward for the rest of my life, I am only available for the life of my dreams. That is a non-negotiable for me and where that comes from is not some selfish pompous, boastful, just greedy place. It's really from having known and seen and witnessed in my parents, in my grandparents, in um, people I grew up with, the lack and scarcity that was my normal. And that I know very clearly what it feels like and I know very clearly what it's like to have to struggle and have just enough and wonder if there will there will ever be more wonder if there will be support even get to a point where i no longer would assume or i would i would start to expect that i wouldn't be supported that was my my childhood and that's why i was so overly independent and didn't even ask other people for support and that's where a lot of the sentiments around being a burden or being an inconvenience. I was telling my group, like I, I can guide you through all these things and walk you through these things and support you with everything that we're talking about because I have gone through it and it's not foreign to me, it's not just a concept to me, it's something I've lived through, I've practiced, I continue to practice and that's also why on the flip side, like I said, I'm only available for a life that gets me so excited and has me thinking big and has me thinking of things that I didn't think I uh, were possible when I was younger and Also because a dream for me is something that I never saw my parents really get to live out. They didn't really have the choice to pursue their own dreams and their own vision of their life. And I think earlier in my inner work journey, there was a lot of guilt and shame around that about how could I, do that for myself when my parents never got to do that. And I should feel bad about how they never got to do that. There was a lot of guilt and shame in in me pursuing my own dreams and really coming to a place of understanding that in me living my dreams, creating my dreams, having the relationships, especially a romantic partnership that I desire. A big theme in my ancestral lineage, there's many of them. Lack and scarcity is a huge one, not having a choice, not being able to do what they wanted, having you know, repressed emotions and not having healthy communication or expression. There's so many things that I know so well, so well. Um, and have been a big part of my trauma. And that's also why in working through that, in in releasing it, in understanding it, in owning it, that I can now use trauma as the, the fertile soil of all the things I want to create for myself, with others, with the world. And why I know I deserve... A life of my dreams. And it's really because of what I have lived through and what I have noticed people in my family not be able to have. And that's not something I always thought about or approached in this way. It took a lot of self-awareness and being able to catch myself and my thoughts to be able to interrupt a cycle of guilt and shame, and then be able to be able to claim worthiness within myself and awareness within myself to be able to say, oh, it doesn't have to be that way. For me, that's where it stops. For for me, what begins this is instead a different way, a different possibility, a, an openness, an expansiveness. and. I trigger people in my family all the time because I'm living in a way that they cannot wrap their head around and they do not understand because it is so foreign than how they live. And I see that as a good sign, not as a thing that I think is good, but in that it's a sign that I have healed and worked to become the person that I am to live the the, the way that I do, the life that I do. And I only feel like I'm just beginning And so all of this to share that in us declaring a certain way of life, in us wanting a certain kind of life, yes, opening the door and making that statement and having that dream is the first step, the opening, but it's a consistent commitment and practice and the consistent action and alignment to that vision that is really what allows it to manifest its way into the physical reality and how I have really been working on this for years and I'm still working on creating a solid foundation. And I think that being in Hawaii, being in a space to myself, is really the first time that I have a distraction-free zone, that the only distractions I really have are the ones that I create for myself. I have watched one movie on Netflix um, consciously (laughs) because it was about a um, synchronistic romantic romantic story. Um, I don't know how to describe it without giving too much of the, the plot line away. And that was for me to support my belief and my vision in me meeting my person in the future in a really seemingly uh, random, but very synchronistic way. And so even the things that I'm consuming are very conscious um, in terms of what I'm allowing into my thoughts and my energy and my emotions and into my, my field. And otherwise I spend most of the day nourishing myself, eating foods that I'm making or I want to eat, and reading other perspectives that expand my mind, spending time with clients, spending time writing ideas, and also noticing when I'm not clear on something or delaying something or being shy about something. And like I said, there's not much room for distraction I'm very able to see what isn't isn't working. And that also means that I'm not having as many conversations in person with people because there's no one in Hawaii that I know except for my landlord and people that I'll see in stores that those are the kinds of communication to have. But in terms of meeting up with people and spending time traveling to go see people, that's not something that takes up space in my life in in the way that I'm living it right now. So that's even more time to myself, more time to focus on what I want to create. And um, even if, as I say that, there's a little bit of mental pressure that my mind wants to put on itself and like, oh yeah, you have to, you should do these things. But knowing that so long as I stay focused on creating from an abundant, expansive place, and a joyful place, and a feel-good place, that is good for me, and I will continue to weed out and shed habits and thoughts and parts of myself that don't serve the, the vision of the work I want to do, the life I want to have, the relationships I want to have, um... This is new for me in the, f- the fact that I have I have this much space. And um, yeah, I think that the last thing I want to say is that living a life of your dreams, it looks different for everyone. But what I know for sure is that it does require an auditing process, a going through your life with a fine tooth comb to really, really be honest about Where your energy is going, what your attention is being placed on, what thoughts you are thinking, and what is actually serving you versus what's convenient. And that can be uncomfortable in many ways, because that has us looking at parts of ourselves that maybe we otherwise wouldn't have. Um, But it's all for the purpose of being really disciplined with your, your mind and your energy, which... If your mind is going all over the place, then it'll get distracted. It'll go back to a familiar state of what happened in the past and go back to going into what's safe, even if that's not what you want. Um, So really, really discerning what is coming from a place of what will support you in becoming the person that you want to be, the kind of life that you want to create, the life life that you want to have, or coming from a place of habit and past pattern. Um, and beyond that, really allowing yourself to step into this territory of what, Can you dream beyond that? And can you support yourself with the faith and belief that it will take to have and be that and do that even without any physical, visible guarantee? That's my next level that I'm really, really creating a foundation on. Um, Every day is new for me. It's never happened before. I get to choose from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep, how I choose my time, spend my time, and um, and it's also making me realize how much of what I normalized, even when I thought it was good for me, wasn't actually really serving me. And that's not a bad or a wrong thing. It's just noticing that now that I am in the place that I am. Um, So always doing an audit just to be in relationship with what's happening and what's present and what's possible. Yeah. Just wanted to share that with you. That was on my heart. And um I hope that supports you in some way today. Let me know if it did or what came up for you. And I will catch you in the the next it's so weird to say episode, but next next recording. <laughs> Bye for now.